Welcome to Just One More Story by George Walters, a weekly podcast that starts things off with A Slice of Life, which covers unique and interesting stories that are inspired by true and personal events. But it doesn't stop there. Following A Slice of Life, I take one story from my collection of many and share it with you. So, if you're looking for that special something to start or end your day, you're in the right place. And the great part is, you can listen to all my podcasts for free, anywhere, at any time. So with that, let's get started. Hey folks, thanks for dropping by. Today I would like to chat about what all us humans and some animals have. What would they be? Senses, that's what. And we have five of them. Sight, sound, smell, taste, and touch. We all have them, and we all use them, but we use them most of the time without really noticing. Which is a real shame, as by not paying attention, we are missing out on a lot of things that can make our life not only more enjoyable, but a lot safer. You know, living as long as I have, these senses today play and have played a large part in my life, and I find them fascinating. Even though I have found that there is no real scientific reason why these senses work. Let's take the one called smell. Did you know that the senses or smells, same thing, that enters our nose are made up of different chemicals? Yep, chemicals of all kinds. Thing is, they don't actually have any significant meaning, but even without any meaning, our brain, being the way it is, goes to work trying to make something out of them. Now here's a neat thing about all this. You would think we all being human that it would be the same for every individual, but it isn't. As one smell might be enjoyed by one person, where the same smell will be found disgusting by another person. Interesting to say the least. Which is what happens with the other four senses. What has I just said to do with the story I've lined up for you today? Lots actually. So, instead of me rambling on here any longer, let's get on with the story today. And remember to listen real close, as there are a lot of messages in a good story that are often very shifty and easily missed. I hope you enjoy A Place in Time. Being a farmer in my early days, I soon found that the barn was about the most important building we had on the farm, other than the house, of course. Just the same, though, and saying that, I think I spent more time in the barn than I did in the house. One reason for this was that come 4 a.m., we were all up having our morning coffee. Around 4.30 a.m., we were out in the barn feeding the animals and getting ready for milking. After milking, the pens had to be cleaned and fresh straw put down. And if it happened to be in the winter months, bales of hay would be broke apart and a few forkfuls would be given to each critter. I also found over the time that the barn was more than just a place to work. And what do I mean by that statement? Well, I'll tell you. Being young and being boarded out at the time, there were a few instances that my mind got bogged down, so to speak, with things that I couldn't understand. When that happened, especially in the evening hours, I would sneak out of the house and head on over to the barn. There I would find a nice warm spot among the animals and straw, laying down with my head propped up on a bale of hay. I found that laying there, late at night, 
that the barn was about the most peaceful place in all the world. And you know, no matter what was bothering me, it seemed that laying there, within an hour or so, all my questions were answered, and my problems seemed to disappear. I have to say, I sure wish today that I had a barn to escape to from time to time. One last thing about the worries I've had over the years. Just about everything that I have worried about throughout my life, be it health or whatever, never took place or didn't amount to anything. Moving along, I would have to say that a dairy farm or a fruit farm are similar in many ways when it comes to smells and things. They are something like the old general store that I went to many times in our small town. Just walking into the place gave me a feeling of warmth, contentment, excitement, and happiness. Why was that? Well, I would have to say in part it was because of the smells which consisted of leather, coffee, sugar, candy, and grain, along occasionally with a sharp aroma of dill and vinegar that came from the pickle barrels. As the owner of the store said one time when I asked him why his store smelt so good, well, there, young feller, I would have to say that it is a jumbled mixture of goods, from ladies' hats to saddles, from long handles to crackers. Short and sweet, but I got the message. The dairy farm, though, has its own special way of broadcasting things to a feller or a gal. Like when I walked into our barn, the smells of the saddles and harnesses that hung on the wall, covered with sweat, was something that made me stop every morning as if they were here, as if they were to say, here I am. Once past them, the smell of the hay and straw would seem to just reach out and grab me, letting me know that I am right where I should be at that moment in time. Even today, come to think of it, if a good whiff of straw happens by, I'm pitching manure again. A little further on, old Reg's pipe tobacco would make its appearance, which told me exactly where he was working in the barn. I never could get enough of that sweet smell and tobacco he smoked. Even now, all it takes is one cent to bring back a thousand memories of what once was. Just before heading off to find Reg, passing the chicken pen was another smell that I could never forget as the ammonia in that air came, that came from the manure, if taken in too fast, would almost always make me sneeze. But as bad as the smell the manure gave off from the chickens, there was never a smell that was so distinguished as a smell of fresh gathered eggs. I don't know why, but there was something about them that made me hungry every time I got a whiff of them. Maybe it was brought forth from the memories of Laura's mornings in the kitchen, cooking bacon and eggs on the old wood cook stove. I don't know, but I liked it. The old pig pen now, for some folks, was about the most disgusting place in the barn. Not so for our barn, though, as we never let it get to the point of where one couldn't stand it. It was my job to keep it clean, which I did, and after it was clean, I would put down some fresh straw for them to lay on every morning before milking. You know, you might not believe this, but the fact is that pigs are one of the cleanest critters in the barn. No kidding, as they will do their duty in one end of the pen, and that's about it. The other end is always clean, that is, if you keep them supplied with clean bedding. But putting things all into perspective right here and now, 
I would have to say that my most favorite smells growing up on the dairy farm would be the combination of horses, leather, sweat, hay, manure, and freshly turned earth. I don't think there is any better smells in the whole world when all put together. Well, there are others, like when saddling up Jenny, my horse, for an afternoon's ride. Man, just thinking about her puts a smile on my face. You know, whenever I got close to her, she would lay her head on my shoulder. And to me at the time, there wasn't anything more beautiful, especially when she would rub her big old nose around my face. It's something I suppose that you would have had to grow up with to appreciate. Jenny, to me, was special. But as everything, at some point in life, you have to realize, be it people, animals, or even a personal item, that they can stay in your heart, but not in your life. Today, yes, the farm, or should say farms, have long been put behind me. But in saying that, every time one of them distinctive smells happens by, it stops me in my track, and within seconds, I am brought back to a very specific place and moment, a place and time that I think everyone should visit at least once throughout a lifetime. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com, in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time, stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox, The Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, hey Google, play Just One More Story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcasts, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters.